Hey there, welcome to the Lead Bold Podcast, a place where we engage in incredible conversations with amazing leaders in ministry and ministry partners as we encourage and challenge one another to live fully into what God is calling us to be. For each episode here on the Lead Bold Podcast, we focus in on what we call the three W's when it comes to talking to our guests. The first W is a word, something that has been given to them or been put on their heart by God about working in ministry. Two is a warning, something that they have learned from, can share insight for, or can even kind of open up vulnerability about failures and places where they have room to grow. And lastly, wow, a time in their ministry and in their walk with Jesus where they have been blown away by what God has done and what he has taught them. Let's jump into our episode for today. Now, while I don't get to be on this actual episode because I was out of town during the time of recording, I do have the incredible honor of telling you a bit about our guest, Kelly Olson. Kelly Olson is the founder and executive director of the Baton Pass, which is a nonprofit organization that exists to empower women to overcome through the sharing of stories within safe and sacred spaces. She also serves as the team lead for the Women Speakers Collective and recently joined the Nothing is Wasted team, driving new marketing and outreach initiatives for that organization. Kelly is passionate about activating the daughters and sons of God to be his army in a hurting world. Having personally experienced some seasons of depression herself, Kelly knows there is much more to everyone's story than meets the eye. With this in mind, she's made it her mission to arm and deploy women across the globe so they can unleash the power of their own stories and ultimately establish authentic connection within communities of faith-filled overcomers. Let's hear from Andrea. Welcome to another episode of the Lead Bold Podcast where I get to talk with Kelly Olson who is a great model for stepping out in obedience and not not just sharing her own story, but making a way for other people to share their stories. And she talks about how stories bring hope. And so I know that you're gonna be challenged to open up with your own story, what that means as a leader and for those that you lead, and to follow the breadcrumbs where God is leading because he will always make a way. I hope you are inspired and encouraged and challenged as you listen to this conversation with Kelly Olson. Well, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Lead Bold Podcast. My name's Andrea Coley, and usually I'm here with my co-host, Aaron, but today I'm flying solo, but selfishly, I'm excited, because that means I get to hog all of the conversation with my guest, Kelly Olson. Kelly, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Andrea, for having me. I'm honored to be a part of uh, Lead Bold. Well, I am eager to get to jump into all the conversation that we're about to have, but I wanted to just have you share a little bit first. Um, so you live in the Chicago area and you are part of our moving uh, a second location of our Lead Bold Conference over there. So first of all, yay, are you from Chicago? How long have you lived there? Yes, I am born and raised in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, my big adventure was to Champaign, Illinois, where the University of Illinois is, about two and a half hours south of here. Uh, and I have been back here for 17 years now. So, yeah. All right. Very cool. I feel like you should have a thicker accent if you've been there that long, but I'm working really hard to hear it. Okay, you'll probably hear it in some of the words, especially when I say Chicago or something like yes! that. Yes! <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, now, um, all of our listeners got to already hear your bio, obviously, but I just thought maybe you could take a minute um, and tell us a little about 
some of these organizations that you lead and you're a part of because I know that will flow really well into our conversation as well. And I want our listeners to just get a little bit of understanding of kind of where you put your leadership um, space. Yeah, thanks. I would love to talk about all of them for hours, but I'll do it as concisely as possible. So uh, the organization that we launched, uh, my husband and I and a few key leadership team members in 2017 is called the Baton Pass. And the Baton Pass exists to empower women to overcome through the sharing of our stories. And we do that by creating sacred and safe spaces for women to gather and women to share what they've overcome in order to encourage those that are maybe in the valley that um, whatever they're facing, they too can get through it. Uh, and if God did it for that person that's sharing their testimony, God could do it for them too. And so we've been doing that uh, for, it'll be five years on November 12th. And it was just, uh, I'll probably chat a little bit more about this later, but it was just a leap of faith and uh, act of obedience in that season. We didn't know what it was going to manifest into. And we've had hundreds of women attend our Baton Pass events in the Chicagoland suburbs. And now we have another chapter in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Um, they call it the Valley in the Valley. Um, they've had a couple of events and another one coming up this November. Uh, and we've had dozens of women get to share their stories of what they've overcome. And it's just been beautiful to be able to be a part of that and see the connections being made. One of the things that we always say is that Breakthrough can happen in a moment, but transformation comes from connection and community. And so at these events, maybe somebody is triggered and they realize they had trauma in their life that they haven't dealt with, or um, maybe they're just walking through something, but the moment can bring inspiration and encouragement, but true transformation where um, it's discipleship almost happens in the connections that happen afterwards. It's the coffee dates and different things like that that really uh, lead to God moving in beautiful ways. So, Yeah, so do you, so is part of the, the organization then some of facilitating that follow-up or is that just you're creating the connection place and then they make the coffee date on their own or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely something that we have implemented into all of our events is that at the end of each event, we have uh, a follow-up card and getting to read where people are at and what resources would be most helpful for them in whatever season they're in or whatever stage they're in. And we are able then to, we have teams of ambassadors here in Chicago and mm -hmm. in Phoenix of individuals that have their own stories and their own testimonies and God has girded them up and now they want to do those coffee dates. And um, we have prayer teams that want to be prayer warriors for these individuals. Wow. So then we do the linking up. But after that first initial like connection, it's really up to the individual as to how mm -hmm. far they want to take it. But um, yeah, it's been really beautiful to see God work in those relationships. And some of those relationships that started four and a half years ago are still thriving today. So that's been really cool that's, to see. That's really incredible. I think that, you know, obviously we know that sharing story is powerful, um, but to be able to make a space and really do more than just say, hey, we should share our stories, but to seek out those that can share as a way to, you know, pour into and encourage women who are listening. Is it all women? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. As of right now, it's all women. Um, mm-hmm. We are thinking about in 2023 doing a couples event mm-hmm. where we talk about what couples have overcome and share testimonies of mm-hmm. all of the whole gamut that yeah. relates to marriage. Um, but right now, it's just been women. Um, we've had a couple of fundraising events that it's been co-ed, and that's been really sweet. Uh, yeah. But our outreach events and our community events are solely for women. And I love what you said, Andrea, too, about just the um, connection afterwards. The reason for that, and I share this often, is the reason I launched the Baton Pass was because somebody shared their testimony and then was willing to grab a milkshake with me afterwards. And it was that milkshake date that she spoke the words that I needed to hear. Her testimony gave me hope, but her milkshake date gave me tools to mm-hmm. start my own healing journey. So wow. that's why we're so passionate about the connection afterwards too. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I was going to ask you, you know, where that comes from in you, um, but you just shared that. So you were somebody that got to hear someone's story and then then at somewhere along the journey, God sparked this vision in you, it sounds like, to make that place for other women. Yeah, that was that milkshake date and that woman sharing her testimony. Her name's Lindsay. She shared her testimony. And it, like, did more for me than a year of counseling could do. Because her being able to be where I was and to see her thriving and to see her healed and restored just gave me hope that God could do that for me too. And uh, then I started right after that that coffee date, started seeing those connections. And instead of um, just like knowing that this person could benefit this person, I was like, we need to connect these people. And that just like became my husband and my life like yeah. side hustle. <laughs> that wasn't paid um but we just were so passionate about like this person could really use this person Mm. and uh, then I read a book by Holly Wagner and one of the uh, chapters in the book was called the baton exchange and talked all about uh if you have a story you need to pass that baton yeah and that is so good it's so Mm. good and I you know it resonates with me too because obviously one of uh, the hearts behind Lead Bold is to help women who are ministry leaders also know that they're not alone and find that community that we we don't always find in the spaces where we lead um, to be able to look up um, and have people make a place where we can look up because we also always don't have bandwidth to make that happen for ourselves, but to look up and say, wow, there is somebody who understands me or who can help me have that aha moment or can or is a few chapters ahead and can give me hope like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I know we have a other conversation to get to, but real quick, tell us about the other two organizations you're a part of that I feel like also are kind of along people telling their story and hearing story. Yes, I'm very grateful for the way that God's brought these other two organizations into my life. Uh, The one is Women Speakers Collective, and they exist to uh, amplify the voices of women. And we, uh, the first encounter that I had with Women Speakers Collective is they run boot camps in all different cities. Uh, Danielle Strickland is the founder. Oh, okay. And uh, Cheryl Numbered helps uh, run Women Speakers Collective now. 
But in 2019, I attended their Chicago boot camp and was able to serve there and help out. And from there, when things pivoted to everything virtual, we put together a membership model where individuals could plug in on a weekly on a regular basis, but then on a monthly basis for a one coaching call. So we're connected in this community that we're talking throughout the week, but then we have one coaching call where like a Christine Kane or, um, yeah, we've had multiple other, um, we just had Bob Goff, um, mm-hmm. other individuals pouring into us and uh, getting to coach and guide women that want to use their voices. And it uh, creates a great space too for collaboration and that type of thing. So it's been really sweet. Uh, from that, I've met a bunch of amazing women that are friends mm-hmm. first and foremost, but they also have been able to be speakers at the, the Time Pass events because oh, so um, cool. it just has a beautiful synergy that way. So I'm very grateful yeah. for that. Uh, and more connections then being made between the two worlds. Mm-hmm. And then uh, again, at like right before um, the pandemic, I got connected with Nothing Is Wasted. And their, Daver, or their founder is Davy Blackburn. And Davy is um, an individual that has walked through a lot of trauma uh, and tragedy. And because of his trauma and tragedy, he decided that he wanted to help others in that space and give them tools. So mm-hmm. Nothing Is Wasted provides community uh, coaching and content to help those go from pain to purpose and take that pain and find purpose in it. And he hosts a podcast with my good friend, Aubrey Sampson. And uh, we offer coaching and curriculum to individuals that are just looking for next steps in their healing journey. So, yeah. I love that. I love how those all coalesce and sort of support each other and how very much it is, you know, kind of, digging into the places that often get pushed aside or pushed down or hidden away somewhere and instead bringing light to those places and and doing it in a healing way where it's like let us equip you let us coach you let us give you tools let us help you build relationships well done way to way to just thank you lord god's leading Go yeah god. totally yes. i love that i love that only he can do that you know so yeah. Very cool. Well, okay, so that was like, that took a while, but I just was, I want um, our listeners to get to know you and and even just hearing how your leadership has gone and what places God's brought you to, that might be what somebody needed to hear on this podcast. So we'll just know that that, that is valuable. Um, but we do have sort of these three questions uh, that we jump into, and so I want to do that. So and I know this first one will kind of bring us a little bit back to more about, um, about the Baton Pass, uh, but uh, what is a word that has been meaningful to you and tell us why and convince us that that word should be meaningful to us too. <laughs> Go. I like the challenge. I like the challenge. <laughs> so it's probably unique. I've gotten to listen to some of your podcasts and I love the wisdom that a lot of your guests have brought with their word. Um, my word's a little bit different. Uh, <clears throat> my word is handoff. But it has to do with the baton pass. So if anybody's ran track and has done like a four by one or a four by four relay, it's that handoff uh, that you're passing the baton to another and not to drop it and just to be careful. 
But uh, this is the heart of the baton pass. Your story has power when you share it. And when you're writing it or having a cup of coffee with someone or sharing it from a stage, you're allowing someone else to cling to the hope uh, that's in your story. And they can cling to that hope in their own life. And I just know from personal experience that uh, Proverbs 13, 12 is real. That hope deferred makes the heart sick. And the Good News translation says, when hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. Hmm. And uh, our goal with the Baton Pass is to be able to bring in God's light and God's goodness and say that even in the depth of my pain, even in my darkest days, God never left me. And he was there for me and he met me. And by clinging to Jesus, this is where God has brought me. Mm -hmm. And uh, a beautiful ha handoff happens when we look into the eyes of another woman or another person and declare, I've survived. And with Jesus, I know you can overcome too. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, one of the things that we say often is that your testimony can be someone else's prophecy. So I think sometimes people are like, oh, I don't really want to share what I've been through. I don't, yeah, I don't really want to be in the spotlight. But there's something powerful about when we have been through the valley and have gotten through it to be able to share your story. Uh, one of the quotes that I've recently seen, a friend shared it with me, says that one day you will tell the story of how you overcame what you are going through now. And it will be part of someone else's survival guide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that it, it's such a great um, and important rule to keep in mind. Rule's not the right word, but like just um, a guideline or whatever of, of telling our stories. As leaders, I think so often, um, you know, we, we've worked really hard to get where we are, and sometimes it means we we don't want to kind of rehash where we came from. And um, I think sometimes, especially as women who often feel like we have to prove ourselves, we, we want to just put like our best foot forward. And what I'm hearing you say mm -hmm. is that our story and telling our story to the women that we lead, the men that we lead, the people that we have, you know, their ear can be so valuable to them and hopeful um, can you talk a little bit about to like what would you say to that person who is kind of the person I'm describing where you've worked really mm -hmm. hard to look like you've got it all together and you know you feel vulnerable as a leader and yet you're telling me you need to even be more vulnerable and share your story like how do we mm -hmm. how do we get past that fear in us of kind of showing our dirty laundry so to speak yeah yeah that's really good I, I think I have an example, probably, of somebody that's done this really well. Yeah, uh, great. And so I mentioned my friend Aubrey is the co-host of the Nothing is Wasted podcast. And she is a handful of years older than me. Her kids are a handful of years older than my kids. And five, seven years ago, when she shared... She was already writing books. She's written this book, Overcomer, and Louder Song, and Known. 
And at that time, she had at least written one, and she's on a radio talk show. And I just think, like, wow, she has it all together. And look, at she's a mom, and she can do it all. And I just have these babies at home, and I have spit up on my shoulder, and I, like, just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like I have very little opportunity to be living out what my heart beats for right now. Mm. And Aubrey shared, I don't remember what it was in, if it was in a podcast or part of her book, but just very vulnerably that there was a season for her where she felt like in the shadows and mm. she felt like, God, like, I want to love my kids and I want to be a good mom, but this isn't like my purpose and this isn't my calling and why are you holding me in this space? And if she didn't share those vulnerable moments, I would have felt like I was just alone. That mm. like I was a, I would still think probably to this day that I was just a bad mom, like that I just didn't mm. love that season, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when we share the like authenticity of our story, it lets other people know that they're not alone when we mm -hmm. share the not so beautiful parts. So it's not just about you sharing. It's about thinking about, this is a good example. We encourage ladies to write a Dear Younger Me letter. Mm -hmm. So for women in leadership, think about where you were five, 10, 15 years ago and write a letter even to that girl, that young woman and encourage her in what she's probably facing and some and let her know that you remember when i think that that's so powerful is just saying i remember when this was so hard and i remember when this was and i remember when i made this huge mistake and i remember when but god was still writing my story and he redeemed that and he is still working in that and when you're able to say those things but also remember the trenches you let people know that they were they're not alone if they are still in the valley or in the trenches. Yeah. I hope that that helps. is yeah. so good. It does help. Thank you. That's a great example too that you gave. And um, you know, it's very it's so real for you because you're you know, you've already shared a few stories of how somebody told their story and that helped you. Um, but this idea of knowing that you're not alone and knowing that we as leaders it is important for us to think back and remember and recall where we have come from because even for us i think there's celebration in that and being able to give god credit for that nothing was wasted in our life you know yes. so no yes. that's awesome really really good um i think it kind of uh links to our next question a little bit uh, because the question there is, you know, you were talking about writing to your former self, like what, what kind of a warning or advice uh, would you give to your former self or to those who are in those places of leadership where they, you know, maybe they're just starting out or, or not, maybe they've been doing it forever. What is kind of a warning that you would give that you have learned along the way? The biggest lesson that if I'm talking to somebody in their 20s or talking to a younger mom that has a dream in her heart, I always say, do not wait for everything to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Don't wait mm -hmm. until all your ducks are in a row to carry out what God is calling you to do. If he's given you a vision or a calling on your heart, he will equip you and... 
the best advice that I got from a friend is when I was debating if I should launch the baton pass or not and telling her, like, I have an infant at home. Like, this is not the right time. <laughs> terrible timing. <laughs> we just moved into a new house. Like, I have a two-year-old as well. Like, this is awful timing. But I feel that nudge. And my girlfriend, Kristen, who knows me so well, I, I'm a driver and a driver. And I, yeah. Enneagram 3, if that um, <laughs> relates to anybody. She yeah. said, you need to do it then because then when it takes off and when it impacts lives, you won't be able to take the credit because you knew yes. that you couldn't do it in this season and God will get all the yes. glory. Yes, I and love it. And he did. He put a team around me and he put the right people in place and he gave me extra energy at, you know, early morning and late night and... Yeah, God, God is so, so good in meeting yes. us if we just are obedient to take that first step. So mm-hmm. um, don't wait until everything's perfect to carry out what God's calling you to do. Uh, one of the things that I heard uh, a while back is that the gold is in the doing. You learn okay. and grow from the doing. Nice. So you can't just like have an idea and try to make it perfect in your head. And work it all out on paper. You actually have to do it to see what's going to be most impactful, what needs to be altered. Right. Um, So, yeah. I have a couple friends. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, let's be honest, the, even the best plans in our head are not how they work out anyway. So, you know, you can, you can plan in your head all day long, girl, but uh, just, it's going to be what it's going to be. And you're going to work those muscles as you go exactly what you said so yeah oh yeah we we found that because we were an events-based outreach ministry that we had our last event in january of 2020 and then we were like wait what about april when's our next event and we said oh well we don't know if online will be effective and we had hundreds of women show up to a couple different virtual events and now we have women across the country that want to launch chapters so god had like a greater plan we're like oh no but god you know yes yeah it's so it's so true it's it i think it keeps us um humble you know being able to step in before things are perfect um it does it keeps us humble it keeps us dependent on god it keeps us like paying attention to what God's doing, because if we if we wait until we have it just like we want, if that time ever comes, then we're like, okay, here's my plan. I'm not going to deviate from it, and yet that is not what relationship with God is, right? So mm-hmm. it's not what leadership is. You know, it's funny you're talking about um, like don't wait. Um, we had, uh, you know, we've we're in between conferences right now, so we just had our Bay Area conference, our Chicago Land conference is coming. But one of our speakers, um, who's actually also going to speak um, uh, in in Chicago, she was talking about this idea of like when when someone offers you a seat, like sit in that seat. Like she, you know, she's mm-hmm. like, don't don't hold back. Don't. She kind of joked like, don't just put one cheek on the seat. <laughs> Like really do it. And it, I thought of that when you were sharing that, this this sense of like, okay, the seat's there, but I'm going to polish the seat and I'm going to make sure it's the right height for me and I'm going to stain it and I'm going to change it and recover it and then I will sit in it. And it's like, no, the seat's there, yes. sit in it. And that's... when you sit in it, then God will reveal what's next, right? Yes, that's, 
that's God's goodness is uh, he reveals it in breadcrumbs, I feel like. Uh, yes. There's never like a blueprint. It's right. breadcrumbs, not blueprints. And yes. And yep. if you just follow those breadcrumbs and you just do the next step, God gives you the next breadcrumb. And then once in a while, he gives you a crouton. And that like <laughs> crouton is just like, Lord, this is manna from heaven. Like, you, this is amazing. Well, it's funny you said uh, so. manna because that's what I think of with breadcrumbs is it's the manna. It's just for today. It's what you yes. need for right now. And and mm-hmm. you are obedient to the extent that you, you know how to be obedient with that breadcrumb. And then that'll bring the next one. Yes. It's a good, it's always good to use bread examples, you know. Always. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Or cookie crumbles, <laughs> whatever works. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yes. Love it. Um, uh, do you, so I want to move on to our, our last one, but, um, what, what for you tends to get in the way or has gotten in the way when you're waiting until it's perfect? Like what, or maybe I should ask, like, what is it that nudges you over the line mm-hmm. of like, I need to just jump in even when it's not perfect. Cause I feel like there are, there are listeners out there who are like, mm-hmm. but I do need to wait because X, Y, Z. And I just want to like disarm all of those excuses for them. Yeah. I would say that one of the largest catapults, one of the nudges that I needed was I heard at a global leadership summit that there other people's restoration, redemption, and deliverance is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Mm, Say that again. That's good. Other people's redemption and restoration and deliverance is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Mm -hmm. And that was my nudge. That was like, okay, Lord, I, I care more about reaching those other individuals than about doing it perfectly. And let's just do something and you will bless it mm-hmm. and you'll get us going in the right direction. And we will just follow your lead. And um, I, I just, my heart broke for those that were in a place of quiet desperation, but nobody was reaching out to them. Mm. And so that's, that was my nudge. And, I hope that that yeah. maybe nudges somebody else with mm-hmm. a dream that God's put on their heart or a, a calling or a opportunity. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a huge, grandiose thing. It could be just having some ladies over at your house. It could be getting some leaders together um, for a lunch date once a month. Um, yeah. But whatever it is, there, there's breakthrough that's going to happen, but somebody mm-hmm. needs to create that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It is a powerful um, reminder about leadership not being about us, um, about our call being for other people. I mean, nobody is called to ministry for themselves. (laughs) I mean, yes, beautiful things come out of it and we grow and we form, but every every day that, that we wait to put some feet to the vision is a day that somebody is not going to be reached or served and you know so there's that urgency that I think can push against our desire for things to be perfect so I thank you for sharing that that's really really helpful it's good yeah Um, I feel like my competitiveness too as you're saying this is like God doesn't need us mm. 
And I don't want to miss my window where he's saying, I want to use you. Because he's going to go find somebody else if he's not going to use me. And I'm competitive enough to say, like, no, Lord, like, don't. I don't want to miss it. (laughs) And not that we could miss the will of God. You get what I'm saying. But he doesn't need us. It's a, a, a blessing and a privilege to get to partner with God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's so good. It's so good. And, you know, and had you not said yes in those pre-pandemic yeses, uh, you might not have said yes after, you know, like being able to say yes before and then going into the pandemic and going like, okay, now what? And and again, having to rely on God and like submit to a different uh, way it was going to happen than you thought because having to go online and everything. It, it changes who you are now, and it changes, like you said, your reach right now. And so a timely yes is really mm-hmm. significant. So those of you listening right now, if you are feeling God, um, just that, that burden on you, that holy burden to go and to just take one next step, do it. Because timing is important, and yes, God is a patient God, and also... Timing is important. So yeah. I it's a good word, Kelly, to to say like sometimes there is a window um, because things change and spirituality changes and people's hearts change and what people are dealing with changes in a second. So, mm-hmm. you know, going along for the ride and being willing to change as it goes has to start with that first yes. So thank you for being brave. Thank you for telling us that. Absolutely. Um, and then this, okay, so this last one, and again, it all all of your thoughts on this flow so well together. So I just, we're going to just stay in the same conversation as you talk about this next one, which is like, where have you been wowed? Like, where did God or someone else wow you? And, and what does that mean for those of us listening? That's great. I love these questions. Uh, I have definitely been wowed by a lot of individuals by some amazing books, but I've been most wowed by God and his ability to get the right people in the room if we are obedient and just setting up the space and making room at the table, just like you said, pulling up a chair. And uh, yeah, it's it's been so cool just to see that within the baton pass and then to see other friends step out in obedience and for God to bring the right people. Um, a couple of examples of this, uh, a friend of mine, Danielle, we met last summer, so summer of 2021, and she came to a Baton Pass event, and afterwards, after me sharing like my nudge to start the Baton Pass, she said, God's been nudging me to start a podcast, and I'm gonna do it. And so she's had uh, malt, like a year worth of episodes and has been able to connect with and host dozens of women and sharing their parable story of where God's met them. And, you know, one of her hangups was, I don't know if like, you know, the scheduling of all the guests and that type of thing. And now she like has more guests than she can even, yeah, like schedule. So that's been really sweet to see her just thrive in that. I have another friend, Amy, who uh, has been a dear friend of mine for Uh, quite a few years and she lost her son Hudson at eight months old uh, in the hospital so he never got to come home Uh, and 
she said it's the ministry that she never wanted, but it's the ministry that God's given her is to serve and and connect with other moms of loss, moms of loss of miscarriage and loss of infants and children. And uh, actually when her uh, son Avery was like three months old, God told her to do a retreat uh, and to host a retreat. Uh, And she was living here in Chicago and to host it in North Carolina. And God brought all the details together, though, and she was obedient. She brought a great team together. And there was over 30 moms from all across the country that showed up, one of which was at a Baton Pass event that Amy was sharing her story at, had not talked to anybody about her child loss. Heard Amy's story at this event and less than 10 days later attended the retreat. Flew from Chicago to North Carolina. And now this mom, this gets me always choked up. I don't know why, but this, this sweet mama, instead of walking through this alone, now has a team of women that will text her on her child's birthday and on the anniversary of her child's death um, that say, like, we're in your corner, we're thinking of you, we know what it's like. And it's like, if Amy didn't just create that space and and open uh, that opportunity for women to retreat together at this wholehearted retreat, that wouldn't have been possible. Uh, But she didn't know, she thought maybe a dozen women would come, and she had 30 women there. Uh, it's so it's yeah. it's a you know it's a it's a trust issue it's am I going to trust that God is going to provide you know and if we believe that we have an abundant God um, who's uncontainable then of course of course he's going to and then what what a privilege to get to hear those stories of of what God does and of a woman like that where it was it was somebody else's obedience that allowed her to latch on to hope, like you're talking about, and then that leading to even more restoration for her. That is beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Those are like the God stories that I love sharing, like from the bottom of my heart. Like my favorite mm-hmm. thing after each event is to be able to look back over the event and say, only God, only God yes. can put together those details. We had an event. Um, he's like not only the best connector and the best inviter and the best party planner, but he is really great <laughs> at like details of events that he's like just led us to this venue. Uh, this was back in, in 2019. He led us to this beautiful venue that we were like him and hawing about, but it was a three seasons room here in Chicago. Uh, where it was kind of like a, a wedding tent, if you will. Okay. And we're like, okay, well, it's pretty. It, it seems very safe for women to share their stories. Great. I guess we'll do it here. And uh, we had to bring in extra lighting, and it was just different. But what was so sweet was there was a bonfire pit next to this wedding tent, if you will. And we had musicians that were... Uh, at this event for the first time. So at the end of the night, women had wood chips that they could write what they needed to release Mm -hmm. into the fire. Mm -hmm. And because of the thinness of the walls, you could hear the musicians inside the space still singing and worshiping over the women that were standing around a bonfire outside. 
And like just standing there in that moment, it was just like, only God, like we didn't know that you, this was going to be what it would look like, Lord, but you brought all these Mm -hmm. details together. So yeah, God is so good at just bringing the details together if you take those first steps. Yeah. Well, I, I trust that this has been an encouraging and motivating conversation for women wherever they're at in their yes and another yes that might come along. Um, one thing that we always do, um, I know you've listened to the podcast, is we always uh, come up with what needs to be the title of your autobiography, and then you have to write it, but we just make that the title of the episode based on what you said. So I have two for you to choose from. Oh, I like it. um, Okay, either my ducks are not in a row and that's okay. (laughs) I like that, yeah. Or simply following the breadcrumbs. I don't know. Do you like one over the other? (laughs) I really like following the breadcrumbs. All right. It definitely (laughs) is. I love the ducks in a row, too. But the breadcrumbs is like, yes, my heart for sure. Yes. And, you know, it, it obviously weaves through through all of what we've talked about. So I appreciate so much your time with us. Thank you for investing in our Lead Bold community. And we'll mm-hmm. see you in Chicago. I'm so Thanks excited. So much. Thank you. Well, we can't thank you enough for listening into our episode with Kelly Olson. Wow, how powerful it is when people are willing to say yes and be vulnerable with their stories. We know as leaders that can be a difficult place to be in. If you'd like more information or you might have a story to share and want to get connected with The Baton Pass, check them out at thebatonpass.com. And as for us here at Leading Bold, we would love to be engaged with you. We have a ton of different events coming up for the year 2023. We're excited to continue engaging as a community of women in ministry. And you can find all the details at leadingbold.org. We can't wait to see you next. And until then, keep leading bold.